0: Greetings, Poe fans. Welcome to another edition of Poe Unplugged. I am Carmen Bolden. And I am Jeannie Smith. We
1: are the Potastic, Potastic Two. 2. Come zoom with us into the Unbook
0: Club dedicated to the works of Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. Well, welcome to Poe Unplugged, and we are going to dive right into the Telltale Heart. Um, I think it's, it's, for me, just talking, especially at the Poe Festival, that seemed to be one of the favorites that everybody talks about, and mostly because they read it in middle school or junior high, which is really kind of cool. And so um, we kind of talked about, you know, if you either reread it or just kind of remember go back and brush up on it for tonight and we wanted to kind of talk about the psychology of the narrator and things that are happening in the story and so does anybody have any thoughts or questions before we kind of just start talking anybody
1: well i think we do need to be a quick introduction because i know that um was it i'm sorry layla or leela 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 yes we couldn't remember we're like is it Layla or leela i know (laughs) last week as was holly holly yes yeah Yeah, holly so we do have a couple new ones i know crystal is holly's sister right sorry she ratted you out before you got here (laughs) (laughs) but uh eileen i don't think we've had on here before i don't remember but what Aline, and of course, our special guests we have is Thad and Season, who are going to be giving us the, uh, the wonderful world of their mind when it comes to putting Poe to screen. So we are thankful that they're joining us. Of course, I'm Jeannie, and this is Carmen, and we're Darth yes. too. Yes, and we yes. love that all you guys are joining us. So, with that further ado, Carmen, take it away with Telltale Heart.
0: All right. Okay. So if if no one has any um thoughts or ideas I kind of I reread it uh, because even though I've read it multiple times I always before we do anything like this I like to have it fresh in my brain Um, and so one of the things that um, I noticed rereading it this time is thinking about just with the psychology part of it when he talks he or she because that that's a really cool thing that um, Poe Movies is going to bring in with the narrator you know we I think everyone always assumes it is a man but it doesn't have to be and the the one thing that I kind of picked up on is if he is that mad or she is that mad it seems like it's premeditated with the murder and so just I want to kind of lead off with that so what are your thoughts
2: um, about the, the psychology right so yes, yes yeah so um do do you want oh, want right. to go over me yeah so so um <laughs> there's there's no like so um to, just to start it off so my take on it our take on this was that the mad condition was schizophrenia I mean. um now there was nothing called schizophrenia in the time of Poe. um there was it certainly existed, but there wasn't a name for it. Um, and there are other theories out there, other people, not everybody believes that. So just want to okay. put that out there. It's not gospel truth, but my render, my reading of the story, that's kind of what I understood. So when when we made this, when we first sat down with the actors, we just kind of said, um, this is what we want to, this is how we think of it, but we're not publicly I mean, I guess this is technically public, but but we're not we're not going to make that part of the film is that it's a condition called schizophrenia that there's because there there are symptoms within there that are that are that are schizophrenic.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Um,
2: So what we did is so what you kind of typically do with actors and you do this when you write is you kind of invent a little bit of a backstory and that backstory is usually referred to as subtext. Mm So there might be something, there might be a backstory that this character has that only the actors know about. And what it does is it kind of gives depth to the character. So part of that subtext was that this character had schizophrenia.
0: Okay.
2: Early onset schizophrenia, which occurs around the age of 27 for women. Mm -hmm. And it begins with hearing voices, typically begins with auditory hallucinations, which is what. main character has Mm
0: -hmm, definitely
2: Um, yeah so in, in terms of the psychology the abnormal psychology of it um that was kind of our take on it um however it's not specific that it's anything like that that it's even a condition it's just mentioned that it's it's the the character struggles and i'm just going to refer to the character as she so we don't have to do the he she thing i'm just going to say that that, that from, works. from now on knowing <laughs> that he he is not wrong right it's not wrong right. to say that it's also not wrong to say she for this. absolutely
0: um,
2: so um all we know is that she is um desperate to prove her sanity over is more important than her guilt she admits guilt in order to prove her sanity and the odd thing about it is that in um trying to prove her sanity she not only admits her guilt but proves that she's insane because it's there's craziness going on yes. there there's voices hard think heard voices in heaven and in hell um and we do kind of tease that out a bit in the film if you, some of the there's some undertones where you hear kind of like demonic things happening um and we kind of brought that out um that's that's probably in a nutshell the the psychology of it um in terms of abnormal psychology, in terms of normal psychology, you would have um, a caretaker taking care of someone old. We don't know their relationship, only that it's an old man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people say uh, that it's a fatherly relationship. Some people say that the um, madwoman is a servant. Um, There's really nothing specific. Poe likes to sort of give you the opportunity to invent those things in his head. He leaves a lot of things out and he always leaves them out intentionally.
0: Um, Absolutely. Yes. And, and like, and he'll, he'll say that.
2: And uh, you know, the philosophy of composition things like that, he'll refer to his writing process and uh, he's very deliberate about what's in there and what isn't down to the syllable. Um, so um, to we have to make creative choices. So it's not like, again, once again, it's not a right or wrong. It's just, we have to do something and roll with it. So, uh, we kind of went with this is this is a servant um, and mm-hmm. taking care of an old man. Uh, there's no reference. It's not m- my father. It's just I love the old man. Uh, there's there's no uh, familial language or anyth- anything like that. You really just don't know their relationship. Um, it was not uncommon for servants. To, in fact, most servants were female in households unless you were really rich and had a butler.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um that being said, on the flip side of that, it would also be unusual for a woman to be alone with a man in a house that was not a relative. You know, So there's, there's also the, the counterpoint to that. Um, uh, however, that's kind of what we went with is that there's just this caretaker. We didn't elaborate too much on it. Mm-hmm. Um, our subtext to that, like we said before, was that this is just a servant who takes care of this man and she developed some affection for him. Um, that would be the normal part the you know and then the murder and everything else due to the insanity the obsession over the over the old man's eyes so she's obsessed with the old man's eyes she sees it yeah. sort of like a uh, a window to hell so to speak where she doesn't hate the old man she loves the old man and uh, we tried to show that you know we try to show her taking care of him but she hates the eye she hates the hell that lives within him that's that's tormenting her
0: yeah. I, I kind of like always thought that it was like, if she could have removed the eye, would she have been okay with having the old man without the eyes? I mean, I know that sounds weird, but I mean, yeah. <clears throat> you kind of think, cause that was the focus that, you know, that laser focus of the eye.
2: Yeah, I, I would. um, So I always think that too yeah so 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 my only
0: one (laughs) so
2: again we're going to make lots of assumptions here so i want to like uh i just want to say like you have to make these choices when you when you make a film or or any adaptation but there's again there's so much left out so it's there's always like um in uh in the dead poet society they i remember there's an explanation there's two renderings of any story there's your story and the author's story so poe gives you the opportunity to have your own story and everything he does which kind of makes it cool so yeah um i always kind of <laughs> felt like the eye was just it wouldn't matter if the eye was gone there would have been something else um and kind of the, the delivery of it the way we did the delivery it was like it was the eye yes it was, it's almost like an after like yeah that, that that's it that's, it, that's it, it's the eye you know and there it there is an obsession over it um yeah. but but it's it's just it's just it's just odd it seems really odd all i mean <clears throat> I think it's supposed to be odd. I think it's supposed to not make sense because this person is is not sane. You know, their their yeah. their logic, their reasoning is not uh, norm normative. Not
5: if you kill someone over an eye.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And easy. you
5: plan it out. It's not you, know, exactly. you open the lantern so that it lights up yeah. the eye. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. You know. For one, seven
0: nights straight. I was go- that, that, I was say, that's one other thing that I kind of like picked up on as well, because mm-hmm. it was like he, he you know, he, she looked in on him every night at midnight and did it mm-hmm. the same exact way with, you know, opening the door a little bit more and more. And so it kind of brings me to thinking of like obsessive compulsive disorder as well, even, you know, kind of kind of going into that a little bit of that psychology
2: sure and and that's that's been done before so we we've seen renderings where that it's been um ocd and mm-hmm. and it works it it, do, it does work um a lot of a lot of mental illnesses cross paths
0: absolutely you know, and
2: and there was no like um like there was not a dsm-5 handbook to, for, right to, right to refer to but he was familiar with mental illness mm-hmm. um he saw it around in, in a lot of his stories i mean he covers um even though the words aren't said you can kind of sort of hint that he's covered bipolar he's covered depression he's covered sociopathy Mm -hmm. Uh, and of course my take would be schizophrenia um but they're they're all there so um he was familiar with it and i don't know if he had a specific disease in mind other than just madness but what's what's kind of what is kind of um um interesting about this particular story or some of the influences of it so at at that time madness was they're just seen as like rambling maniacs you know they would never make any sense but uh, the narrator she's very calm she can articulate her thoughts very clearly um, very lucid in terms of being able to describe what happened the scenery every everything like that um, and one of the big influences of the Telltale Heart was a there was a one of the very early cases of a plea, an insanity plea. It was the trial of James Wood in, um, I believe it was 1840. Don't quote me on that date, but I'm some, somewhere around there. Um, Poe was covering the story for a magazine for Alexander's Weekly Messenger. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of describes in that in that what, what kind of happened. But James Wood was very calm. He murdered um, was
5: his daughter,
2: his daughter, I think.
5: His, yeah,
2: somebody he murdered someone and he took the insanity plea. And um, ultimately, I believe he was found insane. Um, but it was never used as an excuse for murder, you know. So uh-huh. um, and th- this was a time where say he wasn't in his right mind, but he was very calm when he spoke. He wasn't okay. rambling and not making any sense. He was just able to articulate his thoughts really well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and you wonder, okay, so he covered this story and then he's writing a story a couple of years later about someone pleading insanity or sanity rather. Yes, you know, yes. Fighting, fighting, <laughs> fighting against insanity. <laughs> fighting against sort of the idea that insanity and madness meant that you couldn't think, that you were just rambling, that you weren't there. Um, But what was kind of different about this character was that she was with it, still insane, still mad, but you wouldn't know it just by uh, a superficial conversation.
0: Absolutely. Um, One other thing I kind of picked up on, and I I think I've thought about this before when I've read it in the past, and Mm -hmm. it's just one little line um, where, It's precisely upon the damned spot. And so that immediately made me think of Macbeth and Shakespeare. It's like, did he use that kind of as an allusion in his writing to kind of refer to that? And I'm like, it just ties so well to that, you know, Lady Macbeth and just, you know, the um, insanity she went through as well. It just kind of made me think. And then it all, that also kind of then made me think of your your movie and just the narrator being a female and so it just that just really kind of was a neat tie i thought
2: yeah yeah i never um did you make the connection to Macbeth? did
4: you yeah on your head
5: I, I, well i did because poe would have made the connection you know like he he could he knew latin he knew french he right. studied literature he yeah. would have he would have had all of that stuff in mind i mean he was mm-hmm. heavily influenced by even dickens at the time so that that's one of those images that would would have been hanging pretty tough, and that you would have had to go he would have he would have went through Shakespeare, even a little bit of time that he spent at
0: Virginia, yeah. I he think would have so he too. would have went
5: over Shakespeare. and if he was he was a literary critic, he would have known, yeah, he would have been very familiar with Shakespeare.
0: I just thought, yeah, you know, did he throw that in there? It just because it you know, you don't think of that phrase unless you think of Macbeth. It just right. you know, right, just right. kind of neat.
4: Mm-hmm. But at
1: the same time, I'm going to jump in here real quickly, because you keep talking about the insanity and the schizophrenia part of it, because there's always two sides of schizophrenia and paranoid schizophrenia is where they go the extra step to either kill themselves or kill somebody else, the object of their obsession. And... Um, So, and insanity, it's definitely the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, which this is the whole thing of telltale heart. Even at midnight, every time she went in, she kept checking and checking and checking, and she kept doing the same thing for seven days. And on the eighth day, she managed to make it stop the way she thought it was. And she thought it was going to make what it was better, but it didn't make it better. It just exasperated to the point to where she turned herself in, and it goes back to me because he's tying this, in my opinion, in the black cat, because in the black cat with uh, the husband who was showing the officers around, and you know, even you know, regaling them with all the you know cool stuff, and oh wait, my wife is in this wall, but that's okay. They're not going to figure that out because I'm smart enough, and I'm a an maniac and all that wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like that was a touch upon of sociopaths so and like you said with edgar Allan poe he always loves to leave everything open to interpretation for the reader so they can decide who they want to get justice for who is going to have justice in the story or who is going to reap the rewards of finally you know killing off whoever they want (laughs) to and that always take on edgar Allan poe so
2: right yeah i wanted to sort of touch on um one other thing I wanted to say about schizophrenic. So one of the one of the reasons we didn't want to really make that part of the
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, exterior of the story for for viewers and is because most schizophrenics are actually victims of crimes. Right, most of them do not commit crimes. They don't commit violent crimes. Most of them are the victims of that. Mm-hmm. And um, so th- this kind of, if if you take that approach, if we if we named it in the film, it just kind of propagates the stereotype even though in in Poe's time he was going against the stereotype of just blabbering madness it was it was like there was like lucidity in the speech it was kind of against that stereo that particular stereotype mm-hmm. um, The stereotype of like crazy people just going around and, and uh, a schizophrenic going around and just like grabbing a knife and murdering people is is um, I'm sure it happens but it's it's actually it's actually very rare statistically um, so we just did, we didn't want to we did not want to do that um and
1: that's understandable yeah. because yeah. i have two, two family <clears throat> members that suffer from schizophrenia
2: yeah mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't manifest itself until you just see changes and like you said they yeah. are the victims most of the time they're victims of drug addiction yeah
2: because yeah. they
1: don't know what's causing it and so they try to cure it however they want to so but the thing about it, and that's the one thing about your storytelling is you're keeping upon the same aspect of Edgar Allan Poe. You're not defining what it is in your videos mm-hmm. or you letting the audience interpret it the way they want by using what you've interpreted, which makes yeah. it final.
2: Yeah, and we we tried our best not to fill in too many holes that we know. We, we would assume to Poe left out intentionally. So we, yeah. Um, so it's the its story begins in Medias Ras, meaning in the middle of, um, and we wanted to keep that. We didn't put a backstory in it, like nothing like that. Um, you see that a lot in a lot of you know, adaptations. A lot, a lot of adaptations. People trying mm-hmm. to fill in the gaps, and then it just does. It yes. just becomes not Poe. And we we wanted yeah, we wanted our yeah we wanted our films to to be Poe's story. Put on the screen, you know, ra- rather than like just loosely base it off of it and just steal the concept, you know. Um, so, so we we tried our best to sort of leave those gaps open as best as best we could, you know.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, I think you did a really good job of that. Um, you know, seeing it, I've watched it a couple times. <laughs> and wow. so, because um, I've really enjoyed it. And so I was going to say, that I think this is a great time to kind of lead into um, showing the film. Sure. Um, and so if you guys want, I don't know if you want to add anything before Jeannie goes ahead and hits play, but um, just, you know, anything you want to add. Has anybody in the group not seen it yet?
4: I've never Yay. Done. Okay, so right. I'm excited right. to see it. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it at the festival, so yeah, I'm definitely. Okay, excited. Right. you're
0: you're in for a treat. It's awesome.
4: I haven't I guess, seen it, and I, I haven't either. All right. Okay. okay. Oh, Great. 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 All
2: right. Well, with that said, I guess we can. I, I guess it's going to speak for itself. So I don't know if it needs much of an introduction, other than that we made this film and we're uh it took us a long time to get it made so we're super happy that it got made
5: and so. we make it because we love poe and we love we want and we want people to understand poe and, and yeah. enjoy poe and so
2: mm-hmm. all right all right
5: okay. here we go
1: tell me if you can't hear it and i'll turn it
2: up i can hear it you might yeah. want to turn the um Poe's captioning off
0: okay
6: True. Nervous. Very, very dreadfully nervous. I had been and am. But how can you say that I am mad? Disease had only sharpened my senses, not destroyed, not dulled them. Above all, was my sense of hearing acute. I heard all things in the heavens and on earth. I heard many things in hell. How then am I mad? Hearken and observe. How calmly, how healthily. I can tell you the whole story. It is impossible to say how first the idea entered my brain, but once conceived, it haunted me day and night. Object, there was none. Passion there was none. deep (sighs) it Lord with me loved the old man he had never wronged me he had never given me insult for his gold i had no desire i think it was his eye yes it was this one of his eyes resembled that of a vulture a pale blue eye with a film over it whenever it fell upon me my blood ran cold and so by degrees very gradually i made up my mind to take the life of the old man and thus rid myself of the eye forever. Now, this is the point. You fancy me mad. Madmen know nothing, but you should have seen me. You should have seen how wisely I proceeded, with what caution, with what foresight, with what dissimulation I went to work. I was never kinder to the old man than during the whole week before I killed him. And this I did for seven long nights. Every night, just at midnight. But I found the eye always closed. And so it was impossible to do the work, for it was not the old man who vexed me, but his evil eye. Joys grow dim, its glories pass away, change and decay in all around I see, O Thou who changest not, abide with me, in life, in death, O Lord, abide with me. knew that he had been lying awake ever since the first slight noise when he had turned in the bed. His fears had been ever since growing upon him. He'd been trying to fancy them causeless, but could not. He'd been saying to himself... It's nothing but the wind in the chimney. Or... It's it's only a mouse running across the floor. Yes, he has been trying to comfort himself with these suppositions, but he had found all in vain.
1: May I help
4: you?
3: Yes, madam. There have been reports of a disturbance here. Screams heard coming from inside. Uh, Only been Deputed to search the premise.
6: Certainly, gentlemen, come right in. It was a dream, of course—a um, terrible nightmare befell me, and I woke up screaming. It felt so real; it kept me up most of the night. I could hear it chasing me. This growling sound. I saw a light around the corner and woke up. By the time I realized it was a dream, I'd been screaming for several minutes. And the old man? Absent, in the country. I'm afraid I'm not used to an empty house and quite unaccustomed to being alone.
3: Whereabouts did you say? The country. Yes, the country. How did you say he got there? By train. Yes,
6: he he took the train. Faster than a horse, of course.
3: (laughs) Yes, that's true. It uh, used to take two months to cross this great country of ours, but now you can do it in 18 Mm. days.
6: My father and I once made it to California and back in and out of a summer.
3: Impressive, very impressive. Although, everything is just rush, rush, rush now. Well, I don't know about you, but when I'm in a hurry, I always seem to forget something. (laughs) There's a uh, saying, haste makes waste. I think that's how it goes. You know, that reminds me of a case we had a few years back, a murder. The man was a lawyer, a good citizen, so it seemed. He had a wife of pets, you know, like cats, dogs, even a monkey in that big house. Till one day he buried an axe in his wife's head, came at her, hammer and tongs. Hm. Never for a reason, a real one anyway. Tried to say the cat cast a spell on her. Sorry he wasn't crazy. Makes you wonder, how long did he have that in his head? Had he been that way for years, just waiting for the right opportunity to strike? Or maybe his wits snapped altogether. Terrible story. Like I said, we've bothered you enough, man. You haven't. My My point is, he would have gotten away with it. But he was in such a hurry to get rid of the body that he left the cat. Croninship. Our Croninship. I think that was his name. Are you familiar with the story? Um,
6: I have so many duties around the house, I don't concern myself with horror stories.
3: (laughs) Horror stories. You know there are too many of those happening nowadays. How many murders were there last year? Too many. I agree. You know this country is changing so much. A man killing his wife with an axe. <laughs> you know my grandfather <laughs> always used to <laughs> say, 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 never, ever 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 Because you seem distracted. Maybe there's, you've had some other thought. Something else has come to mind. Meta, are you all right?
6: Indeed. need.
1: So, okay, i have one question
2: sure uh
1: the i guess lullaby that she was singing to him
4: mm-hmm.
1: what was that i don't, that's, I don't recognize that's,
2: that's um abide with me it's a christian hymn written in that era and it's a dirge so it was sung at a funeral at funerals that's what
1: i thought but i never could connect it because i was like i know it's from that time period but i couldn't what it was so it was
2: it's literally it's it's um it's sort sort of like a hint singing about his funeral right you know so yeah Yeah.
1: very it was was very appropriate yes yes Mm -hmm. yeah and it added to that extra that extra level of horror because she was like giving him his send-off before he was even dead yeah
4: that's
2: good mm-hmm. yeah, and also comforting him because it was a, a a genuine care for his needs. but um, and the lyrics of that song are they're all about co- it's it's comforting someone in the mm-hmm. face of death. so it it kind of really
0: uh, resonated, yeah, really fit
2: mm-hmm. with with the
0: story, I think, for sure, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I, I love the visual and the especially the auditory imagery throughout the film. It's just all the the sounds were just creepy and like eerily just amazing. I mean, it just really made the tone of the movie, you know, flow with Poe. Sorry, I had to rhyme there. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's okay. Thank you. That yeah. that was that was um so um one thing I always like to say is you don't make a movie alone so um mm-hmm. we didn't just grab our iphones and, and make this by ourselves so then, um so when you, when you mentioned like the sound that was ryan stewart he he did okay. the sound design but he also wrote the music for it too so oh awesome um, so a lot of that came came from um his hard work which it's it's really difficult to do those two jobs on the same project um so we're really grateful that he was um that he was able to pull that off you know as good as he did for sure
0: absolutely yeah it was really really good mm-hmm. yeah A- anybody else want to jump in and thoughts any questions anything
4: I really love that you made the dialogue between the two officers about murders from Poe. That was like awesome. It was really yeah, clever thank because you. in the like, you know, actual story, she's like they're talking and won't leave her alone, but like, again, yeah, you don't really know what they're talking about. That was like such a nice touch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was excited before you said the cat. He was like, I don't know what this is. Like that was that yeah. was <laughs> that's
2: a black cat, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. right. Yeah,
4: that was awesome. Uh, that was yeah. that was clever. And all the actors were really, really great. I mean, that's why I whispered
2: to my husband like she's creepy. Like, well, Yeah. <laughs> and and it's just funny because that's that's uh Rosie Dugood is the lead and she she is the exact opposite of that. She has nothing <laughs> like that. Oh wow. <laughs> so, so she she was um the whole cast was was just a pleasure to work with. The whole crew was a pleasure to work with. Everyone was and they were long hours. We we um we we definitely Three
5: very long. They're days. really long
2: days. Yeah, so so we 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 got through it, but everybody really brought their A game, and it could not have been done without them at all. You know, it was just it was every every everybody kind of understood it, understood poe and just um, and it's really helpful to work with good actors because uh, like you can like you made that comment about the dialogue, but that's really good actors make good dialogue
4: oh yeah the but young guy with the mustache he was like yeah
2: david he was in our film the raven and i was, was about to, to
4: ask that i thought yeah, and right. in the and cast. cast and he was
2: in and he played montresor in the cast for montreal okay
4: oh okay i'll have to check yeah. those out and okay. he was actually
2: um and if you have if you've ever seen evil dead the musical he was he was uh oh nice Richard campbell's oh, yeah, you too. oh wow okay okay <laughs>
4: yeah. very cool very yeah. Cool. yeah
2: so it's but 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 yeah they were they were fantastic and um
5: david kind of like he brings this thing on set all the all the girls paint you know like he comes he comes on set <laughs> And you, your eyes just follow him, and he's like very intense. Like he if you ask him something simple, like "How's your son?", he'll be talking about him, and you're like,
4: he's just he a very it, person. It, it just it translates the swagger, definitely. Yeah, well, and his acting
5: his acting chops are just the, huge. The thing it is, it's yeah.
2: what's difficult. What's difficult in particular with David is that he's he's such a good actor. It's hard for me. It, it took me a while to have a conversation with him. And not think of it, not be intimidated by him because of his characters that he plays. He's actually a very nice guy. He's very down to earth. Um, but like, just just like, there's like this weird, like you feel like he's gonna like just attack you, you know? <laughs> like, but but he's but he's not. He's just because he's just such a good. He's such a good actor, and um, uh, and they they all brought things to the table. So they they made suggestions um th- different different angles how about this or how about he does this When it, and and it's it's really helpful to have people like that because um a- as a director that's what makes you look good Or everybody pitching in and kind of helping and adding a little bit and it all adds up you know when it, when an actor says hey how about he stands over here or the director of photography says hey how about we um shoot it up here and set it down here it it, it it just all contributes to it so mm-hmm. um it was really it, it was really fun and it was hard work but it was fun
5: and they were all really good like our our daughters were on set our son was too young but our daughters were on set and our old well, he was there for a, a yeah but i mean like all the actors were all the crew were good with our kids because like mm-hmm. Vivian, our oldest was learning a little bit like on set like we all they all we all had to learn set protocol except for thad so yeah. but like everybody was really good everybody just worked together it was like a real team like mentality it is everybody just was nice to each other too
2: it's it's really nice yeah they're not all like that but ours ours was um and when you when you're on a shoot like that it's it's night because you just get um this sort of fondness for everyone and then it goes Mm -hmm. away and it's gone you know but it's but yeah but yeah it was fun
4: yeah matt props high quality even like the hand like it was oh yeah yeah
2: Yeah.
4: that was great i was like thank you i was like damn i was like that was like (laughs)
2: yeah some of those hands some of those hands of the mad woman was my daughter oh wow so what you do is like you'll have principal photography so um there's like days to build the set there's days to shoot days to tear it down and then you have pickups so little little detailed things that you miss so just stuff with uh hands like dusting. the dusting all that we always shot all that uh later on we had two two different pickup days so one one day was with jeff the the director of photography. very 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 generous that he did that pickup and he just kind of we went out to his shop and he lit everything and i all i had to do is buy him lunch he's just
4: <laughs> super
2: he's an incredibly gifted um cinematographer just the, the i would i would say he's one of the best in town if not the best Mm -hmm. Um, because i've edited his stuff on on commercials and i've known him for 20 years and it just is he's outstanding work ethic Every he brings so much to the table but vivian's that's our daughter her hands were in a lot of those shots and then the dusting one I, i shot that dusting shot later on and um and then there was the the club where you see that close up of the hand pick up the club. That was um that it's was actually corner
5: of our living room. That was in
2: the corner of our living room. I shot oh, that <laughs> I shot that on a different day too. <laughs> um and we just lit it to match and that, that was that was actually just myself, Joe, the producer, myself, Frank, and then season was there. And then we just we just had Frank had it was his hand, not David's. And uh we just shot it and it's just so quick and you're in, you're out, you make sure that the colors loosely match and it, it kind of fit so
0: that that's really neat and I, I was going to ask about the ending because with you know the one of the officers you know clubbing her and everything yeah. a little bit different take on the ending of the story and so I just I, I really I liked the ending the way you oh, ended. Thanks.
2: yeah we wanted it to end the same way it began so like when you, you start on that eye and you pull out it's kind of like well how did she get there yeah, so this is the story of how she got down on the ground there.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, she got you got thumped in it. I mean, that's what that's what police officers would have done. There, there, okay, there, there yeah. would be no kinder, gentler thing. They just would thump you in the head. You know, just so like, so that was kind of that was kind of the thinking of that to have that ending be the same as the beginning, since this was kind of like in the middle of a story, we wanted to kind of keep that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I, I love that. It, it was it really it fit the whole. It just it was just I loved it
5: oh
0: awesome not hitchcock yeah.
2: yes, okay. yes oh so i sh- yeah so <laughs> we should mention um i stole that shot from psycho and hitchcock so in the shower scene he pushes in on the eye
4: mm-hmm.
2: um and i just was i want i just did the same thing <laughs> so, oh i love it i love yeah,
1: it yeah, right, yeah hitchcock is creatively amazing.
4: borrowed it
2: you created yes. well, um, <laughs> so uh D- david Ogilvy, who um some might consider the father of modern advertising. Um, so he, he says that good artists borrow great artists steal. So and there's, 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 there's nothing new under the sun. Really? Everything has been done. Um, mm-hmm. same with like music. There's just so many, only so many chords, at least in Western music. Um, and so you just, you just rearrange it differently. That's all. You just, as long as you don't like, there's a difference between, um, plagiarism and theft
0: as all good English teachers
5: know.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) I I was going to say, y'all know I teach English and Jeannie used to teach English. And so we always talk about, you know, we we stole this idea from this teacher and made it our own. And yeah, you're right. You don't you just kind of you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just, you know, keep tweaking and, and, you Mm. know, making it
4: for you. And, and
2: there's really nothing that isn't influenced by something else even mm-hmm. psycho mm-hmm. if you if you watch oh, psycho
4: a a psycho
2: has the story beats mm-hmm. of Telltale heart
4: yes it's, oh, it's yeah.
2: the same story beats there's a there's a lead up to a murder there's insanity there's a murder that's in the middle of the story
3: mm-hmm. the middle of
2: the narrative and then it ends with a police investigation
0: absolutely
2: a- and and um, essentially that insanity being revealed, you know, and it's, and it's similar. And like, um, I didn't notice that until, um, my, my daughter, my middle daughter wanted to watch psycho one day. She's like, Hey, can we, do do you want to watch psycho with me? And I was like, you know, I want to watch psycho with you, you know? So, (laughs) so then I remember we watched it and I, it just, I was like, wow, this is the telltale hard because it was like, when we were, um developing the the script a little bit more and everything and it just is like it's the same story beats you know and and Hitchcock had um he had a admiration for Poe so he had I think I think he had said he wouldn't make I never would have made suspense films had it not been for Edgar Allan Poe
0: Yes. I, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of, well, I've, I haven't gotten started too much into it just because of so much going on, but I've started a biography on Hitchcock and oh. already like in the first chapter, that was one of the first things that was mentioned. Yeah. And, um, and I, I'm a huge Hitchcock fan and eventually, like probably season three, Jeannie and I are going to do an episode uh, on Hitchcock. with oh, you know, great. From, everything's about Poe's influence on you sure. know, everything. And so uh, we'll probably, that'll probably be one of our horror episodes, but because um, uh-huh. our next one is going to be more lean toward Vincent Price. So, Oh, oh nice. Cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
5: Well, and if you've ever read The Shining, my gosh, Stephen yes. King's The Mask of the Red Death
3: like oh, a yes. million
5: times in that yeah, book. It's a yeah. slow yes. book that was a... Second or third novel,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. But
5: it's, I've always felt like that novel was slow till about the two thirds in. However, however, like wow, there's so many references to Poe, and not mm-hmm. just in that book, but I feel like the majority of them are in that one. And then he kind of loosens up later on. But I talk about influence, my gosh. Oh yeah, yeah. so much Poe influence on Stephen King. Yeah, and yeah. and it's
2: and that was kind of like. Um, our thinking is kind of like there's all there's Poe influences everywhere. Everyone,
5: which is the yes. point of
3: your podcast, yeah. Yes, and, and, and,
2: <laughs> and we we just yeah. we wanted to make the those stories into films. Like I've. I've I don't. There's very few that I've seen adapted really, really well. So there, there's a guy Ra- Raul Garcia who's. Uh, you, you should. Um, he, would good, he would be good. He would be really good to have in your podcast. So he made. Okay.
0: I'll write that. Um,
2: down. What, what, what was he the,
0: extraordinary? Extraordinary
2: tales. tales. It's on. It's on Amazon. We can send you the the link to the film.
0: Oh, that would be great. And uh, uh, someone. Well, it's, a I, shorts, it's a
2: bunch of it's a bunch of animated shorts. shorts. That oh, took that, him, it took awesome. it took him about ten years to make them.
0: Okay.
2: Um, but it's probably the best rendition of the mask of the red death i've, I've ever seen. seen
0: oh wow and, okay. and, the, and the
2: tales of n valdemur he does that exceptionally. oh wow, yeah
0: too. oh yeah that's a great yeah. one that's a great one he does um,
2: telltale hard as well it's not as good as ours i'm just going to say that
0: but, but, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he's well, he's a really cool guy we've met him and he's he's awesome um okay super cool you should definitely hook up with them for sure
0: absolutely and i was going to tell you that uh another person reached out um through you guys uh okay. jason markowitz
4: mm, okay okay yeah.
0: and um i talked to him and i think he's going to be doing some stuff for us in january so okay. cool. yeah and then holly who is on here right now uh yeah. is going to be our uh featured guest on Poe Unplugged in December uh, because we're going to uh, kind of focus on the bells and her oh, okay. children's book oh nice oh
2: cool
0: and so is that,
2: is that Krampus looks like
0: no. <laughs> the devil. Yeah, and she does the art as well as write the book
2: so
3: oh cool, were, cool.
5: Were, were you at Poe Fest I
4: oh, was yeah
5: I could swear my daughter bought a book from you for her for her brother for Christmas.
4: Maybe she did because I know I got the coloring book from your guys' station from your one daughter. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know, I, don't I don't know. Yeah, may- maybe. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, somebody was buying a book for her brother.
5: That's was she blonde? That was Vivian, probably. Yeah.
4: yeah. Okay. She's very <laughs> she
5: excited. She's giving that to him for Christmas.
0: So. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Very cool.
2: Yeah, which which we've turned all of our all of our kids on to put they've all read the stories and our um, son
5: read the black cat son read the black cat
2: he's you know he he liked
0: it so that was okay and that's um, a dark one too yeah
5: they all love the black cat because that's the one we want to make next
0: yeah they
5: they all they all know we have a script for it and they all like they all say it's like you know nobody's done it nobody's really done it
0: yet and we really need to make it. it and I'm like well nobody teaches it. But you know, yeah, and and but, I hate you know. I hate that no one teaches that one because I, I think about it because you know in Tennessee, Telltale Heart is usually taught in eighth grade,
4: mm-hmm. and
0: when you really think about the the horror aspect of it versus the Black Cat, they're no different in levels to me. It's like one's yeah. not worse than the other, except I know the sensitivity with animal cruelty and those yeah. kinds of things come up, but yeah. a, a good teacher. Can can craft around that to where and you know work through that.
2: Spousal abuse too.
0: There's that and the alcoholism. And And I think that might be why, but um yeah I would
5: but those are not things that kids the thing is kids it's not that kids don't deal with that. Right. Like there's so many kids that face homelessness and see their parents fighting and have experienced like yeah domestic violence in the home and it's not like it's well, not like kids aren't exposed to it. And so, I mean, they're on TikTok. Well, that too. Day, and so. if you watch
2: like the Avengers, there's more violence. Like the Avengers oh, is yeah. really violent. Like any of the, they're really violent. Yeah. Um, it's just more acceptable in the modern climate.
4: You know? Uh, yeah. Way. I well, think so. Yeah.
1: And I hate to say it because of this whole book banning issue that's been going on here, especially in Tennessee. We've had several districts that are like, going after the school boards to ban so many different books yeah one of the things that i can think of on the black cat that they would have a problem with would be where he hangs the cat
5: for sure oh yeah with the
1: noose oh, yeah. and all I mean, that it's very dark very yeah, dark. especially in in this, yeah. in this type of societal stuff that we've got going on That mm-hmm. especially the parents in tennessee would yeah. have Obviously. yeah that
2: would be like senior in high school like, you know I don't, I, don't, I, agree. I don't think you should teach it to third graders you know oh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not even middle school yeah. i'm sorry yeah. I mean, not it, even it, middle school it would fit it really would fit like junior english because it's all america it's all american lit yeah. That no. would be a, a really because juniors I think can handle that that's I really true. do. It's
2: just in terms of the the irony in the story though the ending uh, it's one of my I mean, favorite literary. Teacher, yeah,
0: grows
5: in junior high and the cat the dog gets like basically disemboweled and mm-hmm. he's tr- I mean that's a rough that's a, I hated teaching that that was like a rough story to mm-hmm. teach but we taught it in seventh grade here.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, Ham- I, Hamlet, I mean, Hamlet has like incest and murder. I couldn't honestly, something. I was like, yeah.
5: I had never read the book until I had to read it to teach it yeah. to seventh graders. And I was like, oh, so the dog, basically its guts are hanging out at the end. And the whole entire ending is so sad and horrible. And the whole time he's trapping raccoons and killing them and skinning them. And it's like, okay. I
1: mean, I had to teach a ringer. Yeah. After- the dude is killing birds by wringing their neck and it's yeah like,
2: yeah
1: i mean he's a kid and i'm
0: like uh, okay
1: yeah and then right. of course we have lord of the flies
0: yeah, yeah, that was a great, that was I a great finished Yeah, yeah. That, I just, I just actually taught that last nine weeks, and yeah. the kids loved it, absolutely loved it. We did a project with it and uh, a Socratic seminar, and they loved being able to argue out, you know, whose character could survive the best and mm-hmm. things like that.
2: Yeah, no, it was a, it was a fantastic story. Lord yeah. Was,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I know we're running over time a little bit. Yes, I think okay. we were a little bit. Um, We're going to try to wrap this up and if you guys have any other questions for Thad and Season we once again thank you for joining us we enjoyed Uh your uh in you know your take on Telltale Heart and
0: yes very much Um, definitely going to check out the rainbow. film yeah and like
4: you were saying about the school thing I definitely see that being great I'm from New Jersey so we're a little bit more liberal here on the east coast but definitely great for schools like we awesome, had watched yeah. the black and white version when I was, uh, I think I or eighth grade and that, that I think that's going to be a good replacement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, that's
5: what we're hoping for. Honestly, yeah. is so that, that teachers, honestly, like I used to teach and that's my perspective on yeah. this project is providing mm-hmm. really top notch stuff for teachers because mm-hmm. like, I just remember trying to teach, especially when I would teach the American Gothic, I would do the unit on the American Gothic and I'd be like, <laughs> wow, I have, um. If we're talking about Poe, I have these Vincent Price films are fun, but the kids hated them
4: and they weren't, they weren't
5: good adaptations of Poe. So that was part of our conversation is like, you know, from my perspective, teachers need top notch, good quality stuff. You know, we were all poor. We don't get paid very much. So we provide it for free on YouTube, you know, like, and you can just stream it every year and teach teach the unit and have really have a good film that the kids aren't going to fall asleep watching.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, we did, we did the Telltale, The Raven, we did the Casco Auto as well. They're all on YouTube and they're all free. And we also, we do have lesson plans that are on our website that are free. We haven't made them for Telltale yet.
5: Because, I'm working on because it
2: because we're slackers, but we'll get to it eventually. But so. you, know, you yeah. don't have
5: anything to do. On video. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. But Telltale did play on Virginia Public, the Virginia PBS, all over and like the, Public Media in DC, and nice. they did really well. We got like awesome. they, they told us that it did. It actually, their numbers came back,
0: and they it did really yeah, well. It's well, Really
2: yeah. well. So. Watched, so it played on Halloween, so that's probably. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice. Awesome. Yeah, nice.
2: And we, and we yeah we we had it packaged as tales of madness so it was it was even. Yeah, uh, films so. were packaged together yeah
0: oh that is Perfect. so cool yeah.
2: but yeah they were they, so, they, they were really helpful for us so it played in uh i think three different stations there so it was, okay. uh, it was uh, richmond charlottesville and um harris Harrisburg. Harris, harrison Bill, or harris not harrisburg because that's here but it would it was harrison something
1: yeah, my cousin lives in Harrison
2: something. There. Yeah, I think it might is Harrisonburg, Virginia. Yeah, yeah there's maybe a maybe that's yeah. a Harrisonburg. Okay, because yeah, yeah, we have Harrisburg. Harrisburg's capital, of Pennsylvania. So I could just yeah. get them mixed up. But so yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, if you if you know any teacher friends, direct them our way because that's, oh, yes. that's like really like you know I, from my end of the project, that's my passion is um is education. So absolutely,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, keep
1: up the great work. We love yes. you. Yes, thank you so much. Me. we'll definitely pass it along on our journals and on our to our teacher friends definitely Mm -hmm. Uh, once again we love that you joined us this week and we hope you Mm -hmm. come back and join us again next week uh crystal hey we love having you and i know you probably got uh roped into it by holly (laughs) hey that's what sisters are for right and like like carmen said next um next month we are going to have a special edition with holly and the bells and yes christmas and we hope you guys
0: can join again. all right yeah, and thank that,
1: you
4: that and
0: that month. and and the bells will be uh <laughs> plug 12 uh december 27th 7 p.m C central Standard time mm-hmm. just like we always do so we yep. we usually do them on a tuesday the poem Unplugged uh mm-hmm. Live sessions, so okay. Yeah, but yeah, thank you guys it. so much. Thanks All everyone right. for joining, and thank we you. appreciate y'all very much.
3: All right, thank, thank you. you.
0: All right, great. Thank great you. holiday. Bye yeah, 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 right, bye. you. It. Bye
1: bye. 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 bye.